low blow. Swear I hear some noop noop. Every day I'm waking up. It seems like nowadays everybody breaking up. Guess you can break it down if you lose a good girl. I guess you need a better to come around and make it up. I guess drama makes for the best content. Everything got a bad side, even the conscience. Now you drinking till you're unconscious. Tell me when you get a fine bone. Don't forget to read the fine print. Life got me meditating like I'm in the Himalayas. Keep a G with the L on me like the elevator. Yeah, I know that karma too real, so I hope you're doing cool. Hello, <laughs> and thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I am Jody, and I love that song. I ain't fucking with you. Uh, it was edited because there's the radio, of course, but um, great song. And uh, thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I'm Jody, and I am having a night. Oh, folks, I'm having a night. These are one of those podcasts you, that I usually take down shortly after putting up, but. Tonight I'm going to put it out there anyway because, God damn it, I'm just not sure. Now, all right, let me carry you back to the gist of this. And I've been told by a good friend of mine that all of this is okay as long as I don't use real names. So, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to pretend like this is a girl and a boy who, boy falls in love with girl. Uh, girl is kind of his boss at work. And knows her shit, knows what she's talking about. He comes along and kind of has to learn from her. But she's also kind of fucking awesome, right? She's kind of awesome. She likes to work on cars. She's got kids. She's got a sailor's mouth. Um, you know, she's pretty cool. So boy falls in love with girl. From what it sounds like, hard, okay? And girl is just not, not able to be loved. Girl is just not able to be loved. And that is difficult. It causes problems not only for, of course, herself. causes problems for her children's. Children's. <laughs> children's. Okay. causes problems for her children. More than anybody, I think. But definitely causes problems for her family, for her parents, and for those that try to love her, obviously. So a girl who can't be loved finds a boy who loves her. And boy who loves her is very generous and sweet, and kind, and non-violent, and just loving. And girl doesn't have any of that. So, girl reluctantly receives boys loving and taking care of and looking out for. And it's hard on girl. It is very hard on girl. And if any of you have seen Bird Box, this will probably kill you. Because I am girl, he is boy. But we're not brother and sister, obviously. <laughs> Neither were they in the movie, if you've seen it. But, girl is having a hard time because she does not love boy the way boy loves girl. Girl has a conscience. When boy wants to cuddle and girl recoils, girl feels bad. When guy wants a kiss and girl turns away, girl feels bad. When guy offers her money that she needs, girl feels fucking bad. But girl takes money. And with money comes obligations. Obligations girl didn't want to see coming but knew were coming but really needed the money anyway. So girl took on these expectations. And 
now girl hates herself. So what does girl do? Well, this girl continues said situationship, drives boy to work every day, uh, offers to pick him up afterwards. Girl desperately tries to find a job. Boy is supportive. Boy is amazing. Girl is hurtful. Girl is scared. Girl is trauma victim. Girl tries to warn boy several times along said path. Several, several times along said path. This is not going to work out. I am not a good person. I can't give you what you need. Boy says, I love you. You have amazing attributes. You are wonderful, and I will support you no matter what. Girl says, <laughs> fuck me. That's what girl says. And situationship continues. Girl still isn't making money. Girl still really can't support herself, but girl is feeling a weight of guilt that is eating her up inside every day. She does not love boy. Boy has really bad, bad situations going on at home with mom. Bad situations with uh, baby mama. Excellent relationship with baby daughter. Except that baby girl sees that baby daddy is getting beat down by baby mom every fucking day. And a part of me inside screams, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. Boy has mom who is overly controlling, overly abusive, and boy suffers from trauma from that, and girl says, I can't deal with this. Girl says, I can't deal with this. I have enough trauma. I have enough going on. Boy says, but I love you. Boy says, I love you more than you ever know. I only think about you and littles. Only the two of you. And girl feels guilty. So girl feels stuck. Girl stays stuck. Tonight, girl says, I'm overloaded with emotions. I can't do this. But does she say that outwardly, like in words? No. Instead, she picks on boy. She's mean to boy. She she was sick a couple days ago. She had a she had a mental breakdown. Girl had a mental breakdown a few days ago. And boy just happened to be around for it. And if anybody's been around somebody having a mental breakdown, it's scary as shit. It is fucking scary. And all you want to do is make that person feel better. At least that's my experience. And it seemed to be the experience of boy in this situation. Boy just wanted to help girl. Help girl feel better. Help girl breathe. Make it through one night make it through the next day girl will be okay boy must feel quite bound in his affliction to try to help women that don't want to be helped so boy tries his best girl pushes away girl begins to get angry angry frustrated frustrated I get so frustrated I was so sick the other day, so sick. Okay, now I'm going away from the boy and girl scenario and back to me, which maybe this all is, so bear with me, folks. So I tell, I let boy know that I'm sick. 
I, I let I let him know that I'm sick. I'll clock number two. I let him know that I'm sick. I don't feel well. I've been throwing up all day. And all he wants to do is make me feel better. What can I do for you? What can I get for you? All I'm thinking is, God damn it, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Just give me space to think. Give me space to feel without you so I can figure out what's going on. But I can't say that. So I try to deal with my physical ailments. Okay, I want to throw up. I feel sick to my stomach. My head hurts. I've got a fever. Um, so he tries to help. All right, well, let me get you some... Let me get you some Pepto-Bismol. My first response is, don't do that. I'm just going to throw up. Don't. Uh-uh. Pepto-Bismol makes me want to barf. Please don't give me that. So she says, okay, I'll get you Theraflu. I said, I don't know that I need Theraflu. I just, I, I don't feel well. Well, I just want to make you feel better. Okay, so I'm feeling this overwhelming response to try to help him feel better about trying to help me when I feel like shit. And it's a really confusing feeling to have folks if you've ever been there like I I feel like complete shit like I want to die and and somebody who says he loves me is you know looking over me trying to put a cold cloth on my forehead and and trying to make everything better and in my head I'm knowing he can't he possibly can't like I'm sick I just need to be sick can you let me be sick and let me get over it but no he's got this desperate, desperate need inside him to make me feel better. So I find this reason outside of myself to try to help him feel better. And I say, okay, I want saltines. Can you give me saltine crackers? That's all I want. Okay, well, I'll talk to the pharmacist. You know what? You do whatever the fuck you want. If you could, please give me saltines. So he comes back. And he's got Pepto-Bismol tablets. Sprite. And he says, okay, pharmacist says, no water, no Gatorade, just 7-Up. And he hands me a Sprite. Just 7-Up, hands me a Sprite. And he says to give you chicken noodle soup, which I'd asked him to give me earlier. And this. And he hands me the Pepto tablets. I said, okay, I told you I didn't like these. Well, that's what he said you needed. Okay, so once again, outside of myself, and I say... Just do this for him so he can be happy. So I take the fucking pills. And he goes, just swallow it. This thing, if anybody's like these Pepto-Bismol pills, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's, it's bigger than swallowable size. So I try to explain to him, these are chewable. He goes, no, 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 just swallow it. I said, no, these are chewable. No, just swallow it. So he, sh he takes one and he shows me how he can swallow it. Great. So I take mine, I chew them. He decides to make me soup. I said, I left a, a, a can of Campbell's soup on the counter. Campbell's chicken soup. If you could make that, that would be great. So I am chewing the Pepto that I did not want. I'm drinking Sprite, which I know has way too much sugar in it. And I'm not feeling great. So he makes my soup. I come out to watch TV with him to eat the soup. And as I'm eating the soup, I realize he didn't, he didn't put any water in it. Okay, now I know youngsters nowadays... You all are used to chunky soups. You're used to progresso soups where you just pour it in the bowl and you're good to go. Well, back in the day, folks, there was this thing called condensed soups. And anyone from my generation will tell you a condensed soup, you use the can of soup that's in it and then you fill it with water and you put that in the pot as well. Well, that's not, that's not what he did. 
So as I'm trying to eat this soup that he prepared, that is so condensed and thick, that I kind of want to scream. I asked him, did you put water in it? And he goes, yeah, I put an eighth of a cup. I said, you did what? He says, I put an eighth of a cup. I said, an eighth of a cup of water. And he goes, yeah, I always do. Okay, great. No, I know he did it wrong. But I'm trying to be nice, so I eat more of the soup. Five minutes later, folks, I'm in the bathroom puking it up. All of it. Puking up that. Puking up the stupid Pepto-Bismol tabs. I'm puking up everything. And I feel like shit, and I go to bed, and I climb into bed, and he tries to cuddle with me, and I'm like, oh, my God, please don't touch me. Like, nothing you tried to do tonight helped. Your arms around me make me feel constricted, and I can't move. And just please don't touch me. And the way I felt compounded by, like... Ten times. I already felt like shit. I already couldn't seem to make you happy by doing what you thought would make me happy. And now I am triple fucked because I have to lay in the bed with you and let you touch me when I don't want you to. Now saying this out loud, this seems like a really easy situation for a smart person. Get the fuck out. You don't want to be here. You don't. You. It's not... And, and I'm sorry, but as every second goes on, I already know if I have to give up my place, I will. But I can no longer pretend that this is where I want to be. This is not who I want to be with. This is not how I want to feel. And I, this can't continue for Jody to grow. I've, I'm hitting wall and I'm, I've fucked myself into a corner that I've got to get my way out of. Uh, uh, I didn't literally fuck myself into. That sounds funny. And it sounds like in most situations I would, but I don't... I don't fuck him. How's that? I don't fuck him. I don't want to. I don't want him to. And he still sticks around. So tonight was just a... I, I tried. Folks, come on, I tried. I'm like, look... I just want to show you why the soup you made me the other night was wrong. And all he could see was that he was a bad person. And I said, no, I just want to show you. Back in the day, they had older soups, and they were condensed, and you needed water. And all I could hear was that he'd done wrong, that he didn't do it right. And I just wanted to kick the fucking wall. Because I wasn't trying to tell him that he did it. Okay, yes, he did do it wrong. But I was trying to show him how to do it right... And I wasn't angry at him for doing it wrong. I just wanted to show him how to do it right so that next time, and instead all he could see was this bad, bad, bad. And oh my God, have I been that person? Yes. Yes. In fact, there's this quote that I looked up that I, I don't have in front of me, so I can't quote it. But trauma, trauma victims have a much harder time regulating their emotions than others. And that is me and that is him. Because he has suffered his own trauma. And this is just not going to work. It's not going to work. And I can say this because I'm not using his name. I can say this because, first of all, he doesn't even know what a podcast is. Which kind of just kills me. I keep running into these men who don't give a shit about me or what I do. And then, no, okay, this guy cares about me. Or he says he cares about me. He, he actually does all the right things to say he cares about me. But he's... He's limited in a lot of 
ways that make me not interested in him. I don't know how more bluntly to say it than that. So I'm just going to say it like that. There's not enough there to keep me interested. And, well, I am erratic and neurotic. And, well, I need things to keep it interesting. And he just doesn't. And his continued question to me tonight was, why are you trying to make me leave? And I don't know why I couldn't just be honest about that. But I couldn't. And now I'm finding myself here in my car recording this podcast while he's in the house listening to his Eminem. I don't fucking know. But we can't communicate. And this can't continue because I can't do it. So I have got 11 days to figure out how to pay my rent or move back in with my parents. And... I mean, I guess I, I could somehow move in with Nick. I I don't know. That would be totally weird. But I, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep being with a guy who says he loves me and wants to be with me and tries to touch me and be with me in all those right ways, and it makes me recoil. My God, how bad of a person am I to keep living that? And I'm... As I say that, I am a little bit overwhelmed by the responses that I feel in my own head of people that I know that continue to live in those situations and don't fucking change it. Overwhelmed by it because some of these folks don't know what I know, but I know. I know that they are not where they want to be. I know that they think there's something else out there for them, but they are too afraid to change it. I know that. And I guess I find myself there. But but I am not afraid. I am too volatile to be afraid. I am going to destroy this relationship one way or another because I know it's not right. And I don't mean to say destroy. I guess maybe the word I need to look at is end. End means destruction to me. That's frightening to learn. But end means the destruction thereof. And I can't do this relationship anymore. I I have not found myself happy with a lot of things since I started this new regimen of medication, but I also don't believe that changing my medication would change my feelings about the situation, so I believe my feelings are valid. And since nobody else validates my feelings and I've only got me, I'm going to run with this, and I'm going to end this. And I don't know where that's going to leave me. But I know at least I won't have to live with those guilty, inauthentic versions of myself. I can go back to being the miserable, lonely bitch that I am. So we'll let this play as long as I can. Anyone who's listening, thank you. This is Jaded, I am Jody.